Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. We are seeing in this chapter that the world of matter is the field. The Bhagavan said, This body, idam sariram kumteya idikshetram abhidhiyade. This body is the field. That which is the vehicle for my experiences and the field of my experiences is the field. So not only this world is the field, but this body is also the field. And all its modifications, my thoughts, emotions, they are also the field. And one who knows that is the knower of this field. The same also explained as Purusha and Prakriti. Prakriti is the manifest world and the one who is the knower of this manifest world is the Purusha. So at the micro level in me, this vehicle, this body, mind and intellect is the field. The one who is aware of this body, mind and intellect is the knower of the field. You know. And then we obviously have seen the description of the field at the macro level and the Purusha at the macro level. But the one thing came clear that in this world, the relationship of cause and effect is because of this prakriti. This world of matter creates this cause and effect relationship. So as we have learned from science or Newton's, one of the laws of motion says the body at rest remains at rest till an external force is applied to it. So what creates this cause and effect? Interaction between various parts of the world of matters. For the cause of this actions and reactions, Prakriti is responsible. It happens because of the Prakriti. But the enjoyer or the sufferer is the Purusha. Purusha in me is the knower becomes Sukhi or Dukhi, depending on what the interaction is. So Prakriti is the cause for these actions and reactions and the situations which we encounter. But the enjoyer or the sufferer is the Purusha, one who knows that this is happening. So this relationship between the Purusha and Prakriti is interdependent. Purusha only can experience all this Sukha and Dukha as long as there is a Prakriti there. And it's only in the Prakriti that is happening. So... At my body level, if I eat too much and expand or do exercise and go thin, all it's happening because of the cause and effect. I eat too much, I gain weight. I do more exercise, I lose weight. That's at the prakriti level. But who feels good or bad? One who knows about it. The purusha in me is the enjoyer or the sufferer of this cause and effect relationship which is creating various situations in my life. So Bhagavan said, the one who knows both is the true knower. The Rishi said, the one who knows the Purusha and a Prakriti along with all its modifications will never have to born again. 
In other words, once you realize that these are the nature of prakriti, things which are constantly changing in my life, the sansar, samsarati, the sansar, that which is constantly changing is actually the nature of the prakriti. But once the purusha gets attached to the prakriti, then he becomes part of that. And therefore, he craves that happy experiences more and more and tries to avoid the unhappy experiences as much as he can. That gives rise to the birth and death. That causes that purusha to take birth into various situations. You know. So, so far we have seen that purusha and prakriti is intertwined. One cannot be in existence without the other. However, beyond these two is the Brahman. Who is the cause for being Prakriti and Purusha both? Brahman is that and therefore the Brahman is called one who is neither a being nor a non-being. Cannot be being because it is beyond Prakriti. Beings are only in the Prakriti, in the matter. And therefore Brahman is beyond that. The goal of every being is to go beyond this Prakriti and Purusha so that it becomes one with it. So in the end Bhagavan said, the one who knows me, who is beyond this Purusha and Prakriti, will come to me and will never have to take birth again. Various ways this can be achieved. This self-knowledge, this self in me is beyond this knower of the field. If the field is not there, what remains is just the knower. As long as there is field, there is the knower of the field. If there is no field, what remains is just the knower. One who identifies with that knower, Bhagavan said, he never have to go through this experiences of happiness and unhappiness. This elation and dejection, you never have to go through that again. So the some achieve this by dhyanena atmani pasyati kechit atmanam atmana. The tongue twisting and also pretty confusing. The some achieve this by knowing the self, by the self, in the self. Only instrument we really have is our own self, our own awareness. From this awareness, we become aware of this prakriti. We become aware of our emotions. The same gaze when it is turned from outside to inside and say, who is this who is suffering? Who is this who is enjoying? He becomes aware of its own self. That's what I say. Some achieve this with dhyanana. In the contemplation, in the meditation, contemplating upon who the sufferer and the enjoyer is, one achieves the oneness with that self, which is beyond this suffering and beyond this happiness. Anye sankhena yogena. Not all have capability or ability to contemplate. They do by the logical deduction. This happened because of this, and therefore this cannot be that. By inferences. By going through eliminating what myself is not. This world is not me is very clear. I know right now this is not me, that's not me, that's not me, this is me. But then even my body, my intellect, my mind will cannot be me too. Because my body cannot be me, my mind cannot be me, my intellect cannot be me. Then what is me? 
by such logical argument, some come to the realization of what the self is. So that is the Sankhya Yoga, by knowledge. Karma Yoga in Chapare. Then others are just simply by working in this world, by gaining the knowledge by experience. Therefore, you see, the experience is the greatest teacher. Things which I thought was perfectly acceptable when I was 16, didn't become acceptable when I was 20, or except at 20, didn't become acceptable at 24. And now, a lot of things I did in my life is not acceptable. By experience, I come to know what the reality is. My colored reality from my vasanas, my desires, more and more I experience work in this world, get crystallized what is right and what is wrong. Karma yoga in a chapare. And we have seen the karma yoga is not just karma, the actions, because actions breed more actions. Action gives reaction, reaction becomes its action again, and then the chain continues. But the selfless actions, where I'm not involved as the enjoyer, then that karma yoga can lead me to my own realization. So that's another path. So we have seen the paths in our tradition, Gnana Yoga, Karma Yoga, and we have also Bhakti Yoga. But you say, well, maybe I'm not really knowledgeable enough to know any of this, or I've never really tried any of that. So the next three verses say, Anyetu evam ajanantaha srutva anyevopasate. Not knowing any of these yogas, but heard from someone, what is the nature of the self, what is the nature of the Lord, and have firm conviction that that is right. It's like if you ask a child, why do you think this is? Because my dad told me. My dad says sir, or my mom says sir, is the ultimate proof he requires. If I have that conviction in someone, say, if Swamiji says sir, then it becomes truth for me. There are people in our mission who say, well, Swamiji says you must do it. And there are people like me who say, but Swamiji says so, but Swamiji doesn't know everything. This is architectural project. Let me tell Swamiji. You know. Some takes it. Once given the word, you see, they also achieve that. Teya picha atizaranteva brutyum sruti parayanaha. They also cross this ocean of birth and death by just listening to the advice of the sages, advice of the gurus. So that's another path of them. Various ways each one of us in this world is trying to achieve the state where there is no happiness and unhappiness. This is simply a bliss. They say various ways we are trying to achieve this. And one of them is to have the firm conviction in the words of the scriptures, words of sages and teachers. However, the next verse says, Yavat sanjayate kinchit sattvam sthavar jangamam kshetra kshetragna sanyoga tadviddi bharatarshabha. Wherever any being is born, either moving or unmoving, in other words, sentient or insentient, if the thing comes into existence, a being comes into existence, it is because of the union between the kshetra and kshetra gna. A field and its knower has to come together to anything to be created. Whether it's a building, 
innovation, your iPad and new iPhone, whatever it is, filled and its knower has to come together. And say, know that. This two always are together in this world of prakritism. As we have always said, if there is a pizza in this room, there got to be a pizza maker and a pizza ingredient somewhere. It just cannot come into existence by itself. If the being is born, there is filled and its knower has come together. And therefore a being is born. A thing is created because the field which is the material cause and the knower which is the efficient cause has come together to create that thing in its existence. However, he said the wise one, how he goes beyond this is samam sarveshu bhuteshu tishtantam parameshwaram knowing that the parameshwar, the eternal self is existing equally in all things and beings. The very ingredient which makes a thing or being a thing or being is the same in all the beings, in all the things. Just as, as we have seen the classic analogies of in all gold ornaments, gold is all pervading. Same gold is in the chain and same gold is in the ring, same gold is in the necklace, as long as they are all gold ornaments. The same way Bhagavan said, as long as a thing or being exists, know that the same Parameshwar, the Lord which makes things and being possible. Lord is someone because of whom my existence is possible. My Lord is the one who makes my existence possible. Your Lord is the one who makes your existence possible. And Bhagavan said that Lord is one and the same pervading through this entire prakriti. Vinasya tu avinasyantamcha yahapasyati sapasyati. It seems this world is perishable. No matter what it is, a culture, a country, a planet, it comes into existence and it perishes. Things in this prakriti is perishable. It may have a long life or a short life, but it's perishable. But it's the one who makes this prakriti possible is imperishable. He remains equal in all beings, imperishable within this perishable world, you know. It's the one who sees through this, he becomes one with the self, one with the Lord, one with that state where there is no unhappiness or happiness, just a state of bliss. Om Sarve Bhavantu Sukhina Sarve Santu Niramayaha Sarve Bhadrani Pashyantu Ma Kaschid Dukkha Bhagbhave Om Shantihi 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 Harihi Om Shri Guru Bhyo Namaha Harihi Om